If you are not already a part of 10X People Skills, the Facebook group, what are you doing? You should absolutely join. It is totally free. And we talk about your people problems. Whether you have a team or you don't have a team and you're looking to bring new team members on, we address everything from communication tips to how to fire somebody or how to create cultural touch points. It's a great place for you to be able to get some one-on-one interaction and ask me direct questions about the people problems that you are currently facing in your role. Go to cardonventures.com forward slash skills to register. Welcome back to WorkWomen. I am your host, Natalie Workman, and I am so excited to have you here today because this podcast might change your life. I hope it does. The concepts that I'm going to share with you in this have radically changed my life. And it's funny, I'm sitting here in my office with those of you who have never listened to me before. I am the executive vice president at, of, of operations at Cardo Ventures. So I'm sitting here in my office. Uh, I've had eight meetings so far today, and it is 105. Uh, the rest of the afternoon is jam-packed. And if you're only listening to this in the video version, I'm holding up a napkin. Like, I literally wrote the notes out for this podcast on a Chipotle napkin. First of all, I love Chipotle. You heard it here first. Chipotle is not life, but it's it's a big part of mine. Uh, but I'm like eating in between meetings, and this was not my life two years ago. Uh, two years ago, I was in a different place. I was in a very unhappy place. I was in a not fulfilled place, but I made a decision, and I want to share with you the number one mistake that every business owner makes and every individual at any level makes this mistake. And I've had personal experience with this, not only in myself, but also I work with hundreds of business owners, some of them male, some of them female. The stories I'm going to share with you in this particular podcast are all female stories because that's the point here at Work Women, right? We are talking about work and how to be a total badass in the workplace, but also do that and be a female. I know I have a couple of male listeners, maybe more than a couple. Uh, this equally applies to you, but I think sharing female stories and sharing female successes is part of my mission to shift the narrative, to shift the talk track around what women can create in their lives. And this starts by stopping from making the number one mistake. And the number one mistake is drumroll. Can I like insert a drumroll? Maybe this is going to be the worst drumroll. I don't even know if you can hear this. My rings are like making more of a noise than anything. Okay. The number one mistake that you are making today is not sharing your goals with your team. Not sharing your goals with the team. And I don't just mean financial and professional goals. So if you lead a team or if you're a business owner, one of the things that you have to start shifting your mind around is goals are not for you to set and for you to accomplish. Goals are for you to establish, but they are also for you to share with every single person around you in every single conversation that you have. To the extent that you are not sharing your goals with the people that you're having conversations with every day, you are demonstrating to yourself a lack 
of commitment to those goals. You're not even able to take yourself seriously enough to start telling people about those things, much less really making the progress to do them. Uh, we just had a interaction today with one of my favorite female clients. I won't name names, uh, I will keep the business anonymous, but we have this thing, it's called a 10X 360 platform review. I actually have one right in front of me. For those of you who are on video, you can see this badass deliverable. Look at this thing. This is what, uh, this is the product of uh, quarantine for Cardo Ventures, this team, and myself. This is a document, it's called a 10X 360 platform review. At this moment in time, this uh, deliverable is uh, $130,000 investment from the businesses that we work with. We will be raising that price soon as we're going through our, our planning process. That's one thing that we have a lot of cost that goes into it because it is hundreds of hours of a client's time and it's hundreds of hours, no, it's hundreds, it's hundreds of hours of our team's time and quite an investment from our clients side in order to get the information that lies in this book, which is the growth strategy for your business. So it is where you want to be in 10 years and how you're actually going to get your business there through the location expansion, through the financial projections, through actual tangible next steps for what it's going to take in order to make the movement to get to your goals. But this document, let me actually count it. Since this is in front of me, I'm going to just count the page. So the very first page is it says 10x360 platform review and there's an awesome photo. The second page is the table of contents. The third page is the section header. The fourth page is mission, vision, core values. I know we've talked about that in one of the first episodes, uh, talking about mission statements. I don't think I went hard on vision and core values, but boy, can I. Okay, so the fifth page, we're on the fifth page, right? I know I already lost count. Um, the fifth page of this document are the owner's stated goals. Now, when we're putting this together, this thing has 250 plus pages in it. Why do you think that the very first substantive page in this book in a $130,000 investment is your goals, is your clearly stated specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely goals. Why do you think that we made that decision when we were putting this together? It could have been on page 20, could have been on, been, been on page 60. We have the personal, professional, and financial goals in the first section of this because these goals are why you are going to take the massive action that is required to actually get the things that are listed in the rest of the book done. If we don't have clarity on your goals, we have no way of building a plan. You cannot build a plan without goals. It's impossible. It's like, how? where would you start? The first place in the very first conversation when we're building this is the personal, professional, financial goals of the, of the business owner. Now, we had a business owner just this morning give our team, one of our team members, some pushback on sharing her personal, professional, financial goals in this book. She did not want to disclose that. She'd never share that information with her team. That's not something that's been talked about. But here's the deal, guys. If you are not talking about this, let's like forget your, forget your family, forget your friends for a second, forget your acquaintances and social media. 
if you are not sharing your goals with the people you have hired, like you pay them money in order to help you do what? Just run an average business? Just do whatever they think they should be doing? No, you hire people in order to achieve the goals of the business. And you align the people's goals with the business goals. But the business goals, as the business owner or leader, they also have to be your goals. Like, walk me through this scenario. You have the aspiration to have a $15 million net worth. Great. You write that down. That's one of your financial goals. What is required specifically of the business in order to achieve that net worth? Like, are, is, is the business going to be doing something that is creating a $2 million valuation for the business? And then where, where's the delta going to come to actually hit the net worth target? How, what are you going to be taking from the business in order to invest in to create the delta? Or are you going to have a side hustle that you're going to actually make the majority of your money in? But if you're making, let's say your business is valued at $2 million, the net worth goal is $15 million. So the side, the side hustle and the side investments are going to make up the delta of the 13 million. If that was the case and you're like logically thinking through these things, why would the side hustle be the side hustle? Why would it just be the main thing if that's the majority of the girth of the, the, the net worth? Like stop doing the thing that's the $2 million thing and do the thing that you've identified that's going to make you the extra money. Right, so this, this sounds, when I explain it to people, it sounds really logical, but business owners and leaders have a huge fear around sharing their goals with their team because they're personal and they're just for them. And the successful people that I've spent my time around, every single one of them has no shame, no ego, no hesitation around telling people exactly what they expect. They, they know what they want their life to look like. They know exactly to a T what type of vacations they want to be taking. They know what their health and fitness goals are. They know what type of schooling they want to be able to provide for their children or if they want to give them uh, Christmas presents that are going to blow their minds. Like they, they have clarity and they don't, they don't apologize for those things. So the number one mistake, if you're not sharing your goals, who are you expecting to help you? That's my, that's my next question. It's like who, if you're not going to tell your colleagues or the people that work for you, you could tell your friends or you could tell your significant other, maybe even your family, but are they going to be the ones that are actually helping you do those things? Now, if you work with a spouse, you know, Brandon and I share our goals with each other because we have clarity between the two of us of the lifestyle that we want to live, but we also work in the business together. So when I tell him what my net worth goals are, he and he tells me what his are and we join those together. Like we have a synergy because we know, okay, this is what we have to go build together. But if we weren't working together and I had my goals, he had his goals, he wouldn't actually be able to help me with my goals because it's not just the joint net worth that's matters that matters, at least not to me. It's it's also what I contribute. That's something that I value. Uh as I attain skill sets, as I learn more, as I have additional experience, my ability to create financial value should increase. And I am laser focused on that because I'm not just adding value for the sake of adding value. I'm not just going to go to 
law school in order to learn how to be a lawyer without recognizing that I want some other impact and that impact should be financial for me. So I could understand a spouse if you guys work together, but if you're just telling your friends your goals, if you are able to tell your friends your goals, and I actually find this, um, this one was harder for me than uh, telling my team or telling my spouse. I think sharing with friends or on social media what your goals are, uh, you can feel apologetic about it. Like the hardest conversations I had when I made this radical change that I started this podcast talking about two years ago, some of the people that I told were downright discouraging. Like I left those conversations. Oh, I just remember being so mad and underneath the mad was like sadness and also a significant amount of insecurity because the thing with goals are you haven't done it before. You're not going to set a goal that you've already done and accomplished because if you've done it before, it's, it's, you already know how you've, you've grooved in that muscle memory, so to speak. But with a goal that's crazy and, and you're, you're fearful, you're a little fearful because you've never done it before. So with those, uh, in my personal experience, and you might have different and potentially better friends than I had at the time, but the friends were the last people or were some of the first people that I told, and they should have been the last people. They should not have been the people that I was going to tell because it took even more internal fortitude for me to continue to pursue the path that I was pursuing because they were so unsupportive and asked such like critical questions, but not from the stand from the standpoint of actually trying to help me figure it out. But the point is they can't help me figure it out because my goals were not around them. So again, if you're going to share your goals with somebody, you should be sharing them, not with your mom, not with your friends, not with your significant other. If they're not able to actually impact them, you should be sharing it with the people that are around you that can actually take you to that next level. Um, the other piece of that, I know I touched on this in the last podcast too, for what's actually holding you back, but with the number one mistake being not sharing your goals, uh, number one and number two might be kind of tied in my mind uh, because the other biggest infraction here is not setting them big enough. Like you should be motivated and, and inspired, yes, but as soon as you set that stake in the ground, you should feel like a little bit of terror, or I feel, how about this? I'm not going to tell you how you should feel. I feel a little bit of terror. We just are going through the 2021 annual planning process here at Cardone Ventures, and we kicked this off. Um, the EVP of finance and myself started going through the forecasting process so that we can trickle down into our executive team meeting, which will put the strategic initiatives behind the big goals, the big revenue goals by department that we're setting right now. And I had a moment yesterday, I, Brandon asked me a couple of questions after, uh, after the, the main number was established. And I told him like, I needed to, to not answer his questions because I couldn't come at the questions that he was giving me in a way that actually solved them because it was so overwhelming to me what we were trying to accomplish. And he wasn't part of the original conversation. So he said, he does set revenue targets. Don't get me wrong. He was part of that conversation. Uh, but as we broke out exactly what it's going to take, what movement is going to need to happen in the business, what growth we are going to go through, the investments that we have to make. Like I just, I got a little bit overwhelmed with the amount of change that is going, that it's going to require to move this business 
from where it's at today to uh, over doubling next year. I'm not saying we can't do it, but that feeling for any goal, that feeling that you have should be like, holy shit, I'm a little scared and I don't exactly know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to put everything I have and think radically different in order to get there. That is with number two, not saying your goal is big enough. If we were only trying to grow by 10% next year, 10% isn't, isn't substantial enough for me to have to think with. It's, it's like, for those of you not watching, it's like all of a sudden you take a hat off and you put a new hat on and you're thinking with the weight and the texture and the feeling of this hat. Like it's, it's a new, it's a new way. It's like, imagine having a helmet on your head and you like have to like nod and it kind of like moves up and down. Like you have to think with this thing. It's, it's a new way of thinking. And in order with any goal to actually create the goal, you, you have to think with something different. If you're, if you have a weight loss goal, you have to think with, Maybe you need to start eating five times a day and have it be in small meals. And you're currently eating two massive meals a day that are unhealthy. So all of a sudden you're thinking with, okay, if I have to eat five meals a day and they all have to be small, where am I going to be getting this food? And, and how many uh, calories are in each of these and, and how much protein versus like you're thinking with something totally new because you haven't done it yet. So all of a sudden the only, the only way that you can initially make change in that moment is to start thinking with this new way to get you to the place that you want to go. So with your goals being big enough, if you don't have to actually think with something different, your problem is you're going to do the exact same things that you shouldn't be doing in order to get there. Meaning if we had 10% growth next year and that was the only thing that we were targeting, I wouldn't be thinking with, okay, we probably have to buy an HIRS at that point. And if we're going to have hundred team members in this building, like what space do we need to be in and what type of IT support do we need? Like right now it's on my radar, but it's not, it's not something that I have to think with at this moment. Cause we, we have, we just hired our 30th employee. How quick and exciting is that? Uh, we will end the year at between 35 to 40. My goal pre COVID was to end this year with, uh, I believe it was 38. So we are almost on track with that, which is amazing in this year. But We've had rapid growth this year, like to, to more than double next year. Again, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a deep swallow. It's a breath that you have to take, but that has to be the feeling or else you're not actually going to get to where you want to go. You're, if you don't have that overwhelming feeling that the goal isn't big enough, the change won't actually happen because you, you will, you will trick yourself into thinking that it's not that hard. It probably it won't, wouldn't be that hard for us to only grow by 10% next year. But the fact that I'm thinking with, we have to grow 130% next year. It's like, oh, I have to start doing things different now. I can't wait until 2021 starts. I have to do things today. I have to be a different leader today. I have to be looking into different things. I have to take on more work in order to plan for that. So don't set your goals so low that you trick yourself into thinking that it's not going to require a shitload of energy and resources. And it should freaking terrify you because. That's what it takes to actually make the change. The, the, the terror, I guess I hate to say it this way, but it's actually the truth. The terror is what makes the change as long as you don't run away from it. You have to lean into the terror. You have to understand, you have to like push everything you have into, okay, this is scary, but I'm going to keep moving into this because the goal is worth it. 
if the goal isn't worth it, then you're not actually going to put the energy into it. And the terror is going to just be terror and you're going to avoid it or you're going to minimally achieve the goal. But the, the score at the end of it, it's like you might as well have twice the amount of terror in this moment and actually hit something that's so freaking sweet at the end of 2021. You're like, I cannot believe we just did that versus you put half the amount of terror into it. And then at the end of 2021, you're really not making that much more money. The business hasn't grown. Like it was, it was a half-assed way of doing it. Why do anything with half your ass? You should do everything with your entire ass. It's one of my favorite sayings. It's also, I think the reason I equate a lot of this to working out is because there's so many similarities between setting a goal in for your physical being as there is setting a goal for your business or for your team. Uh, think about it this way. Let's say you were uh, on a, your goal was to lose your goal here. Let me, let's, let's do it this way. Your goal is to be in the best shape of your life. And when you kind of close your eyes and imagine who that person is and the type of clothes that you can wear and, and how you feel when you're in a swimsuit, like that person, you know, that that person exists, but you don't, there's a gap between that person and where you are today. Well, if you mistakenly thought I need to lose five pounds in order to get to that person. And you go down the whole path of losing five pounds just to, and it's, you don't like it. You have to eat less calories. You have to work out more. It's not great, but you lose the five pounds, but you're still not in that best shape of your life. Well, that's because the five pound goal, you, you've reduced your, I want to be in the best shape of my life. You reduced the big thing into well, it's five pounds. Well, maybe it was five pounds, but you equally needed to add four pounds of muscle. Like there, there are different, there are different angles that you have to think with when your goal is as big as I want to be in the best shape of my life. You have to alter the activity because it's not just the one way to do it. It's likely how you're eating, how you're sleeping, the nutrition or the supplements that you're taking. Like it's not just losing five pounds. And when people confine their goals into that box and then just run the plan, they end up at the end and they would have rather been super, even more disciplined than they were, like even more stringent on their diet, worked out an extra 20 minutes. If they knew that all it took was the additional 30% of energy, but they would actually get the big score. It is worth it when you get the big score, but we're goals fall apart is when it's not worth it because you didn't think big enough. You didn't, you didn't push so that at the end it actually makes a difference for you. It actually changes your life. It actually increases the quality of your life. Um, what I want to leave you guys with is this idea that when it does come to you not making the fatal mistake of sharing your goals with people, I think one of the, the fears that women particularly have, and I am only speaking from experience here, but the, the fear that coincides with sharing your goals with other people is the belief that you can't have it all, that you can't be an amazing team member or business owner while also being in the best shape of your life, while also having a loving, passionate relationship with your spouse and being a good friend and being a good daughter. And what I'm here to tell you is you absolutely can have every single one of those things. 
I wake up every morning telling myself, I want to create and have the best of everything. Nobody gets to tell me that you can only have success in this area, but all of these other areas have to suffer because it's bullshit. And to the extent that you can find people and examples that can show you how to have success in all areas, because you're not going to acquiesce to this idea that you can't have anything but everything that you want, uh, your entire life could change when you start radically thinking like that and surrounding yourself with people who also think like that. And if your friends, when you're setting these big goals, or if your team members, when you're setting these big goals, don't see it and there's a difference between them not seeing it and them actually holding you back. Um, if they don't see it, stay committed and disciplined and they will see it. But if you're allowing them to hold you back or they're trying to hold you back, I give you 100% permission to just say, ciao for now. This has been fun, but uh, this relationship is no longer what I want it to be. And come hang out with me more. I do this podcast every single week. I'm on people skills constantly. I am here for people who are in that transition point, in that like, ugh, that like, that suck, that terror moment, because I want to help you reshape your thinking and do things different so that you can be in a different place because I've found success doing it on my own. Um, not on my own. I found success in my own life doing it with people who also did the same thing for me. And everybody has their unique story. Everybody comes at it from a different way. And I likely don't have the exact same story as you have, but I'm sure there are similarities in the way that we feel and approach and the way that you feel stuck. Um, so if you feel stuck, keep listening, keep going through because you not giving up on the going through is the game changer for you to actually get to the other side. So with that, cannot wait to have another Workwoman episode in next week. Or if you're not listening every single week and you're just going to binge it, like go for it. Go crazy. Uh, be great, guys.